What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Route Runners Podcast. I'm your host, Jared. I'm, I'm Shrieker. And I'm James. And we have an action-packed week 14 for you guys. The playoff picture is coming into focus, and it is going to be a wild ride towards the end. We only got four weeks left of the regular season, which is crazy to say already. The season has gone so fast. It's been a really good season, and we love producing content for you guys each and every week. You can find a lot of our content on Instagram and on TikTok, both at the Route Runners or both at Route Runners Podcast. We're going to be producing a bunch of videos each week on TikTok and uh, updating you guys on our picks on Instagram and all stuff like that. So uh, be tuned for that. But we wanted to start this one off with a recap of the Thursday night football game between the Vikings and the Steelers. And let me just say, the first half of this game was the Vikings is the Vikings. That is how good that team is. That is how good that team actually is. Kirk didn't even play that well, but Dalvin Cook was running the ball extremely well. The Steelers' defense seemed like they weren't even there. There were so many holes for Dalvin to run through. Uh, Justin Jefferson is showing himself to be one of the best receivers in all of football. I mean, he's just a disgusting route runner. He's a threat now in the red zone. He's a threat everywhere on the field. And he should have had probably two more touchdowns in this game. Kirk overthrew him on a third down earlier on or later on in this game and another time in the red zone where he missed him. But this is a game that the Vikings never should have been in a position to lose, but in Vikings fashion, obviously they were. And because of just some you know, good performances from Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson is always Chase Claypool, um, the Steelers, and Big Ben Roethlisberger in the second half, the Steelers were able to come back into it and almost win or at least tie this game on the road. So the Vikings just – they're obviously a playoff roster. They just got to know what to hold leads. And with Mike Zimmer there, it ha- doesn't really seem that it's going to – happen then they're going to be able to hold leads like that yeah i think one thing we can all say confidently was dalvin cook he's healthy again yeah he looked he looked polished he looked clean out there he was making some really big runs you got you got to praise that o-line too the vikings o-line they've taken a lot of heat over the years and they got Darisaw this year, but he's been hobbled here and there and missed games. So seeing some of the holes and some of the stuff the O-line was able to create for Dalvin Cook or Madison was in, was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I'm starting to think that the Steelers team is only a fourth-quarter team. Or actually, yeah, the fourth-quarter team because they scored 21 of their 28 points in the fourth quarter. And I think they did the same against the Ravens where they scored like 17 of their points in the fourth quarter, something like that. So, I mean, if you have a big lead, then you're not safe in the fourth quarter because the Steelers somehow are only good in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have sucked if the Vikings blew a 29-point lead. Like, jeez, that would have been. Um, so, yeah, I mean, good game all around for the Vikings offense, except for, I mean, not really Kirk. He, again, yeah, he overthrew Justin Jefferson a couple times. Uh, he just, he didn't, like Jared was saying, he doesn't perform on primetime, and I'm scared for the Vikings offense uh, Monday night next week because it's a primetime game, and, Kirk's not going to do well, so, I mean, we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's against the Bears, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, so, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, Najee, Najee got the, the ground game going. He had two touchdowns, uh, one passing, but still, like, um, I think one – also, one, one thing we all need to talk about is Chase Claypool because we know that's been circulating around. That fucking idiot. That's been, that's been around the internet yeah. for, for, like, the past, obviously, couple days. There's no excuse for that. No, there is absolutely not. He's trying to blame his offensive line. Like, fuck you. You're the one who lost the game. Just don't celebrate when you're getting a first down and you're losing. 
I don't, I don't get that. To be fair, if Pat Frymuth caught that, that pass in the end zone, it wouldn't have mattered. But I, I, I mean, it still would have mattered, but like score-wise, it wouldn't have. But I mean, that was still a dot by Big Ben. It's just he couldn't hold on to it. But they would have had at least like five, six more seconds if Chase Claypool wasn't a dumbass. So when did uh, T.J. Watt get injured in the game? I think it was like the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. That, that that definitely would have helped. Yeah. I'm sure it would have helped because yeah. I mean, yeah. not not that the defense was really a problem in the second half as much, but still it would have helped. His impact was always. I mean, this this Vikings, uh, yeah, the Vikings only scored uh, 13 in the second half. So even without T.J. Watt, the Sears were able to hold them to less points than they scored, even in the whole second quarter. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird to say that the Vikings, no offense, the Vikings and the Falcons are both in playoff contention right now, yeah. or like fighting for the playoffs, judging by like how preseason looked and how like the teams looked to begin the season, but. Yeah, I don't know. This this game kind of scared me for the for the Vikings. I just they can't hold a lead. Yeah, it, it's it's all Mike Zimmer and his defense. You could t- say spin this like either way, but like I feel like the Steelers right now because of how like washed up Big Ben is, they're so run heavy where like sometimes it really does hinder their offense because it kind of just slows down the whole momentum that they use because they just need like Big Ben to kind of slow down because they don't because. Him out running out of the pocket, it just makes the whole like offense just so much worse. Yeah. I mean, Big Ben had over three hundred passing yards. Oh, so that was, yeah, that yeah. Was, I mean, it's against the Vikings defense, and like their number number one QB was Cam Dantzler. So, or not QB, cornerback uh, was Cam Dantzler. So, I mean, you can't expect a, like a terrible passing game against that. No offense, but even with Kendricks and Barr back, I mean, the Steelers kind of posed a threat in the fourth quarter, and and it was scaring. It, it was scary to like. Kind of think, oh, how could the Vikings blow a 29 point lead? And they almost did. So, yep, it always happens. All right, so going to Sunday, this game we need to talk about the Browns against the Ravens 24 to 22. The Ravens almost complete the comeback without Lamar Jackson. Uh, he got hurt in this game. I don't know what his status is going to be for the next couple of weeks, but we will see. Ravens, what happened? <laughs> the, Brown, the Browns started off this game really good, and their defense kind of stepped on the gas and didn't really. Let up. The uh, Miles Garrett had a play where he stripped. I think it was Tyler Huntley at this point. He sacked, stripped Tyler Huntley, picked it up, and scored a touchdown. So obviously he is very valuable in the defense. Trying to make his case for defensive player of the year. There are other people that we'll be talking about in a little bit. But yeah, the Browns win this game. They split the season series against the Ravens. Both teams winning their home games. What do you guys think of the Browns as like potential playoff contenders? Because they obviously, I think they have the defense to do it. But it's just, do they have the quarterback? And the rest of their offense. They definitely have the defense, but the quarterback is still an issue to me, I think. I mean, if, if watching Baker Mayfield, he just did not look good. I and think, it's not positive news no, hearing that like, Kareem Hunt might not play. Yeah, he got hurt exactly. too. So look for De'Aaron Johnson to do jack shit because with Nick Chubb there, he's not going to do anything. So it doesn't really make a difference. I want to talk for the, about the Ravens real quick. I think now, like, there's always, like, that thing in the back for Lamar where it was, like, at some point, the defense are gonna like find out, find him out, and like he's gonna just like not know what to do with that passing game, and like he's kind of having that little slump with that like Josh Allen had in the middle of the season where there was a lot of winnable games and he was just not performing well, and I think right now that's where Lamar Jackson, where like they're kind of forcing him to run, and in that situation, like he does like there's situations where he doesn't want to run and he wants to just throw the ball, but he doesn't have those. He doesn't either have like the, the like, the right reads or like he just doesn't throw it to the right people and it ends up in like sloppy interceptions or just really risky plays. So I think he just needs to figure it all out because 
this team started off really well and hot against a lot of really good teams. So if they can start getting things moving again, then I think they're they're back in this. Yeah, I'm not really worried for the Ravens. It's more of just Lamar's status. If he can come back, they can push for the playoffs, I think. It's going to be tough in the AFC, though, because you got the Patriots, who are good for some reason always, mm-hmm. and you got the Chiefs who are resurging. Like, there's, there's a lot more threats in the AFC, but I'm not worried about the Chargers Ravens. are resurging, too. Yeah, and Bengals, if they make the playoffs, they're going to look scary, too. But, yeah, I'm not really worried about the Ravens. Uh, for the Browns, I mean, I don't think they can make the playoffs. They have the coach capable of like, yeah. taking them. They have the coach and the defense, but they can only do so much. So, I mean, against a high-powered offense, and if your your offense can't produce, then you're not winning games. So, it looks like Donovan People Jones. He's looking like a yeah. He's a he's good. He's really good. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like Bateman a lot for the Ravens too. He had a lot of targets and catches in this game. And I was with Huntley in too. All right, Jared, yeah. I only got three picks wrong in the spread, or I got only three spreads wrong in this. Week. I think I forgot to oh. do it this week. Probably. I only got three wrong. I am a god. All right, so one of the most important games of this week for the NFC playoff picture, we had the Dallas Cowboys going on the road in Washington. Almost lost this game, almost had the Washington football team come back in the last couple of minutes. But let me just say, Micah Parsons is an absolute stud. Guy had, I think he had two, two and a half sacks in this game. He had a forced fumble that ended up being returned for a touchdown. How many? He has 12 sacks already this season. He has, I think, four forced fumbles. This dude's an absolute monster. He's turning into one of the best defensive players in the league already in his rookie season. People are saying it's one of the best rookie defensive seasons that they've ever seen. And this Dallas defense looks so much better than over the last couple of years just because this guy is on there. He's an absolute game changer. I was telling Shrieker a lot in the during the NFL draft process that the Falcons should look to target Micah Parsons at four just because he's that good of a generational talent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they went with Kyle Pitts, which – I mean, he's it's been gonna take some time to see. Yeah, obviously, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, Dallas looks all right. They didn't have Tony Pollard in this game, so they didn't have that like extra flashy offensive weapon. But I don't know. Their offense didn't look particularly great. I, I don't really know what's going on with Dak. He hasn't looked all that great uh, in the last couple of weeks. It was really the Cowboys' defense that stood out in this one, which was kind of surprising to me. I don't really think it's that surprising. The Cowboys' defense has been good like this entire season. And, it has. I mean, yeah, it's really just when their offense will step up, and they have in games. But against, like, the football team whose defense has been resurging a little bit, um, I mean, yeah, they only won by seven. And I remember a lot of people saying that the football team are going to try to come and take that NFC East title, but it's not happening. Cowboys are just too good. I know there's a lot a lot of, like, pre, pre-game bickering because this whole week it's a divisional rivalry. Mike McCarthy this week, he said – we're, we're going in there and we're grabbing this win. And Ron Rivera had some words to say about that thing, like chirping back at Mike McCarthy and like Washington fans were like, we want Dallas. Well, clearly this didn't work out for Washington fans after all. They, their team is really just, they still need a quarterback, it looks like. And they don't just have, they don't have enough weaponry on the offense. Obviously, Logan Ryan, he's now out for the year, which hobbles that offense a lot. But also, and now you have Terry McLaurin, who's, who's in concussion protocol. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so there really isn't anyone outside of those two, really. Like, Cam Sims, he's all right, but he's not going to take your team anyway. And Antonio Gibson, you need, like, a stellar game from him. I mean, last year with Antonio Gibson, he had four touchdowns against the same uh, Cowboys team. Obviously, the defense changed, but same offense and the same coach, too, and this – he still was able to run the ball a lot, run the ball efficiently. Here, he just didn't get anything done. This Washington team, to me, just doesn't scream playoffs at all, especially without Chase Young. 
Antonio Gibson's good, but I mean, obviously in this game he had a he had a bad game. I don't even know. Or his he got like a lot of touches because I know he had like one point in fantasy. Hmm? Gibson. Uh, I think they had four. So. Well, they did a throw, or maybe four. I don't know. He had, he had a bad game, and this Chargers, uh, this Chargers, the Washington offense is just not it. I, I was telling James, I was like, remember on the podcast when I said that I'm starting to like Taylor Heineke a little more, and then I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that because at one point in the game he was like two of twelve for 19 yards and two picks or something like that. And I know Dallas's defense is like pretty good, but I don't know Washington. Should not be a team that makes the playoffs. They have an e- a much easier schedule than teams like the Vikings or Seattle that could end up getting in that spot. But they just look – their offense is not good. And their defense is all right. But without their best player, they're not going to do much. And It doesn't look like what, Chase I, Young has like he, – he's either like stayed constant or like slightly regressed, I would say. Like he hasn't like made any huge improvement. I thought he was out for the season. Oh, is he not playing? This week. I thought Chase Young got an ACL. Oh, Chase. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he did. Oh, then I guess he. Then obviously they were missing his absence. But they still have a lot of key players on that D line, and they still didn't make that big of an impact. They have Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, and Jonathan Allen. And did they have? Did any of them have a sack? Uh, let me check. Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne did. And Landon Collins did too. Yeah, Landon Collins. Sacks. Yeah, yeah, two sacks. I think he plays like a linebacker now. That's something uh, I'm here Yeah. Also, Kyle Allen had to come in at some point in this game. Whatever. I mean, I, I don't like Heineke. I mean, he he did look all right in those last couple of games, but they were also weren't really playing great competition. So, I don't know. I don't think the Washington's a team that deserves to make the playoffs personally. Uh, and Dallas obviously looks great. They're probably going to still end up with the four seed in the NFC. That's this, okay. This I was mean, just a confidence booster for them, really. Yeah, for sure. Win and on the road. On the road. And they, I think they have to play Washington again, right? Yeah. And they, have, they, they play the Giants once. I think it's Eagles. But I think they uh, – Pretty much this season, if you're, playing the, if you're playing the Giants, it's just another confidence booster. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, unless you're the Raiders, they play the football team Giants. I think twice or Eagles. I think they're all in our division. I'm so. I think Dallas. Did. Yeah, they finished the they finished the year all. In Dallas the ends the season on the road against the Giants, home against Washington, home against Arizona. Oh, I was wrong. And then at Philly, that Arizona game is probably going to be their best one. At yeah. Philly's going to be a good game too because Philly's kind of fighting for a playoff spot too. Yeah, their so. defense is really and strong. the Cardinals obviously are great. Yeah, so. It's going to show if they can actually contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll see. Nice. Da- Dallas, I'm not. I'm not sure about yet. I mean, I know who I think my team is in the NFC, and Dallas is not it. Can I, can they win a playoff game? Sure, but I don't know. I think it's they have a good team. I just uh, something about them. I think it's Dak for me, but I don't know. Um, next we had an absolute manslaughter. The Chiefs with a forty-eight to nine win over the Raiders. I mean, I kind of honestly saw this coming. Okay. I don't think the Raiders are very good at all. I think that they just had that really good win on Thanksgiving due to a lot of penalties, and the Cowboys are just always ass on Thanksgiving. That's how it is, and they had a lot of injuries too. I think the one thing that set this off was the Raiders team meeting on the Chiefs logo. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't yeah. do that when the Chiefs have won six in a row yeah. or five in a row or whatever the hell it is. I, like the Raiders and Chiefs always split the series, but the Raiders just – The Raiders that. aren't it they this year. That, no. I bet they don't have Waller. They haven't had him mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. They also – I remember we had them in, their, in our top ten at one point, and now they've lost five of their last six. So, like, 
They're like a they're like below bottom fifteen. Yeah, they're, it's, they're like in the bottom like fifteen. It's just. I don't know. I saw this coming, and I still – I know the Chiefs put up 48 points. I'm, I still don't see it a lot from their offense. I don't either. I really don't. I mean, can they win the AFC? Absolutely, because this year is fucking awful in terms of – well, it's great in terms of, like, parity, but there is not a whole lot of teams that I feel that confident in, and I don't feel that confident in Kansas City, but can they make it there? Absolutely, because they – Again, they haven't looked great, but they could just be better than anyone else. They also they, their last four games are all like tough tests in the AFC because it's the Chargers. Yeah, that's a good. That's yeah, a big tra- game. Chargers at uh, at home against the Chargers. You got Steelers and then uh, at home or sorry against Bengals at home and against Broncos at home. So you got three away matchups in four of your last. Your, well, you have three away games in your um, last four games. So we'll see what happens. I think they can they can probably win all of these games, but it's a matter of like. I mean, they obviously have. they obviously have the team and the roster to beat anyone. Kelsey was yeah. pretty quiet. I mean, Kelsey's kind of I mean, been quiet. Yeah. I don't understand why. I mean, maybe they just didn't need him. It's the fucking Raiders. I know Mahomes. He pretty much was sat out for like big the last quarter. Like, I think yeah, because yeah, they didn't need him. Yeah. So also for fantasy purposes, for the first time in like three years, Kelsey's not tight end one anymore. Is Andrews? Yeah, Andrews is tight end one. Wow. Kelsey is finally got dethroned. I don't think that that's. I think that's gonna stay too. I think Andrews probably stay there. I think Kittle might jump up to or quarter that. Kittle's three right now, but Kittle's probably gonna jump up. Kittle's three and he's missed four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, Kittle may be the best like actual tight end in the league, and I know that's saying a lot because Kelsey's been so good for so long. But Kittle is when Kittle's healthy. It's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. It could just be Shanahan just peppering him with targets and shit. But we'll talk about Kittle when we talk about the Niners. Um, No. Seattle's trying to make a little bit of a late playoff. <laughs> trying, trying to make a little bit of a late playoff push here with a 33-13 win over Houston. A lot of people are kind of praising Davis Mills after this, even though he put up 13 on the Seahawks. Because that defense isn't anything special. No, Seattle's defense is He had 331 passing. Oh, shit. 331 passing. Well, I mean, that's pretty good. But hold on. I saw this. No, he has more. He has like two less starts than Zach Wilson. And he has less picks than him. Or hold on, let me look at it. Not that that's surprising. Yeah. Edit, well, edit this out. While Jared, no, I'm gonna say while Jared's like looking, this is also my lock pick, and I was kind of scared because it was like 1916 at some point. Mm-hmm. So like it was kind of close. Going into halftime, I think. Yeah, it was 1613 heading into halftime. Oh, like, and then at the end of the third quarter, it was 1913. So I had my doubts, and I was like very skeptical. But then the Seahawks put up 14 on answer. Actually, they held the Texans to zero points that entire second half. So. They kind of just woke up. Uh, I, know, I know Russell Wilson had that deep bomb to Tyler Lockett that kind of set things off. I think, yeah. That, I don't know how Davis Mills put up 331 passing yards against the Seahawks, but, I mean, it's the Seahawks. They don't have Jamal Adams. It doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Texans, I don't know who they should even target in the draft. I, I mean, actually, they should target QB, but if they have a really early pick, then they're not going to. Because, I mean, if you have an early pick, you're either going to target Hutchinson or Thibodeau to strengthen that D-line. And then if they actually wake up and decide to sh- uh, start Deshaun Watson, then, I mean, they can be a contender again, but who knows. They need weapons. They need everything. Brandon Cooks is their only reliable target. Their back goes consists of David Johnson, who's washed already at the age of 29. He didn't play either. Yeah. He's 29, and he's already washed. Like, it's ridiculous. So this Texans team needs work. And then the Seahawks, I mean, they're, I mean, they're on the rise, but – it's it's a it's a little like too late. Yeah, though. it's it's way too late. In four games, 
they can only go nine and eight, and at that point, there's already there's so many better teams. There's so many better teams in the NFC that they're not going to make it. What's their record now? Four wins. Five, five and eight. eight. Five so they can only they can only be nine and eight. I mean, I think if they win out. Seattle is the best quarterback at any team that's fighting for a spot. Uh, in the NFC. I'll say statistically, Kirk Cousins. Statistically, yeah. sure, statistically but Kirk. if I can make a trade, Kirk Cousins for Russell Wilson, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Uh, so Davis Mills, um, 1,787 passing yards, uh, which is more than Justin Fields, with also two less starts. Eight passing touchdowns, which is more than Zach Wilson, also in two less starts. And he has an 81.1 passer rating, which is higher than Trevor Lawrence, who was the number one overall pick. Davis Mills this year also became the only rookie quarterback ever to have 300-plus passing yards and three touchdowns against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So I'm not saying that this guy is a anything, but it could potentially make them not go quarterback this offseason, maybe just stick with them for a year and see what you got. I mean, I wouldn't, but... I think... I think where they are right now, sitting maybe. I mean, yeah, no one cares about the Texans. Yeah, I, I, but like, if they're sitting at first or second, you got to go either Hutchinson or Thibodeau. There really is yeah. no QB sit. I mean, there. we'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, next, this game doesn't really mean anything. The Titans with a twenty nothing win over the Jags. The Jags fucking suck. Urban Meyer's an idiot. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is god awful. Trevor Lawrence has been well, awful, but he, I, I'm, I'm I don't blame him. It's just the, the team. Yeah, I'm gonna give him the uh, benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give him the what's-his-name treatment. Um, Sam Darnold. Yeah, I'm going to kind of give him, like, the Sam Darnold or the Daniel Jones treatment where, like, he just has an awful coach going in and just no idea what to do. Or because... the I mean, that was – I don't know. Was he good on the Chargers? I have, I have no idea. Yeah, he was good. I think they made the playoffs a couple times. So, that not bad. But, yeah, and the Titans – I mean, this is a good time for them to be injured when they had a bye and then had to play the Jags. So, I think – AJ Brown may be back next week, and the Titans next week uh, got a road game against Pittsburgh. So oh, that's gonna be tough. that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh beat them last year too. On, in OT. They did. So that was a, that was a nice game. So yeah, so that that's gonna be fun. Tannehill's always just like solid, just nothing crazy. But hey, maybe Titans can go late draft or QB in the draft. Nah, I don't think they're. I I doubt it. But they, they need defense. I was gonna say they definitely need defense help, but you never know. They could surprise people. I mean. Tannehill looks like shit without his star receivers. So, yeah. but then again, I think any rookie QB you draft would too. So, yeah, I don't know why I said that. I was just uh, you never know. No, nah, I mean you, they I, could surprise people. They drafted Isaiah Simmons or not Isaiah, Isaiah Wilson, <laughs> the, and he's like dead. So. Yeah, he's house. I I was saying that entire draft they should draft Xavier McKinney because he needs safety help. Mm-hmm. Kevin Byard, boom, Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. Look how he did. Like, how are we feeling about uh, Urban Meyer? I know before the guy got to be gone. He was hugging. Coach Vrabel, because they both coached at Ohio State. And oh, did you, see coach, did you see the handshake? Yeah, again? he just kind of <laughs> really walked away. Yeah. No no eye contact whatsoever. I think he's just been really not a good coach. I know after the game there was a press conference asking about a certain player, if uh, how come he wasn't making that much of an impact. And then, like, Urban Meyer was like, yeah, if you look at the – if you look at, like, the stat sheet here, like, he – he was there a couple times, and the guy didn't have a single snap on field. Yeah. So, and it, I would really say Urban has hindered the development of both James Robinson and your number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. I think this could get really bad real, really quick here if Trevor just starts taking a quick downhill. And, like, he's been one of the most heavily prospective, heavily, like, um, reviewed guys. He was, like, supposed to be, like, one of the most, like, NFL ready quarterbacks. Oh, Lawrence. Yeah, and like again, I'm I'm just taking this year out. Uh, that's what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. 
he, yeah, he still has to get used to everything. And however, as a coach. however, I would have said the same last year about Burrow, and, and yeah, Burrow was Burrow, really good last yeah, year. Same with Herbert. And yeah, but so is it, is it the system that they're in that makes them so good? Because if that's the case, then it's I don't think that's the, I don't think it's the Chargers system at all, or because they have really, a new coach. They got a new coach. Chargers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't think it's really. I think Burrow and Herbert are probably just better. Yeah, yeah, they honestly might just be better. I think Joe Burrow is one of the best college QBs ever. Oh yeah, he He's might be number. Yeah, okay. I think you also have better weapons than both of those teams. He does. They yeah, that's why I'm. That's also why I'm yeah. throwing it. Yeah. Uh, T. Higgins, yeah, and then you got Higgins and Boyd, and then Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you got a lot. Imagine getting drafted to a team and get to throw to Keenan Allen, bro. yeah, and Mike Williams, and Dick. and hand the ball off to Eckler. That'd be that'd be cool. Also, a side note: if the Titans draft Nicobe Dean, he's gonna be a bust. Why? Because he's he played at, he's uh Georgia. Isaiah oh. Wilson went to Georgia. Nicobe Dean's playing at Georgia. He's gonna be a bust. I'm calling right now if they draft him because they do need linebackers. And they have no not gonna do a drafting Georgia players. So Nicobe Dean to the Titans, boss. I mean, I don't Call know. Call it now. I'll put money on it. I don't know like what schemes they're running at in Jacksonville because two twenty one and four interceptions with zero touchdowns, that's just really bad. And then the benching of James Robinson, that just makes it even worse. Like how do you even like do that? He's like yeah. you're starting running back. Like, I don't know. I, I'm still still the lingering injury, so maybe that I guess. Yeah, I just think Urban Meyer's an idiot. Yeah. I'm still get I'm still like a little confident on the Titans because like they can get Derrick Henry back, and they're only really bad losses to the Texans. We've said all year like you can just give teams like oh that was just a bad game. Is Brown out for the year? No, no he's no. gonna be back either next week or the week after. Oh, okay. So he's gonna be back. They're just they're gonna be healthy. I mean this Steelers game is important. If they can win this game without AJ Brown, then the Titans are fucking for real. Yeah. And they definitely found like some. Which the Titans are favored, by the way. I don't know why. I'm probably gonna bet on this. They definitely found a nice place holding Deontay Foreman as a running back for now. He's been putting up. He's been good. So, but until Derrick Henry comes back, obviously he's a nice place holder. But Derrick Henry, I think, is eligible to return last week, or week 17, or week 18. So if they make the playoffs, then he's ready for the playoffs. And yeah, so good luck trying to tackle Derrick Henry in uh, December. Yep. Uh. We got the Saints with a 30 to 9 victory over the Jets. I mean, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> who, who cares? Taysom, uh, yeah, the, the Saints get their first win in like two months slash eternity. So, like, all this does is just keep the Saints playoff hopes alive. Really, I don't really know what they're really fighting, playing for, really, because they, I mean, we, yeah, they lost what are they, they, they going to do? Lose? Yeah, I know, but like, they've lost their, like, their QB from the future, unless they really believe it. Yeah, the I mean, last year, yeah, I, I like Jameis. Yeah, I like, like Jameis too. So, like, Last year it was like Dallas and San Francisco, like everyone was injured. This year it's them and Baltimore. It's just Baltimore still work making it work though. Yeah, because they're better. Yeah, that's just and their quarterback is like good usually, but yeah, no, screw the Jets. Yeah, Jets are just Jets suck. Like dumpster fire. And they're like they still don't have Beckton. They don't have Elijah Moore now for the next couple weeks. I mean, they're already eliminated from the playoffs, so might as well just tank it right now. Yeah, they're just they're just hoping they just lose every game. If they okay. All I have to say is if they keep this up next year too, where they're at like four wins or five, three wins, like I'm just sorry. But they should just move. Yeah. Like. All right. So next we had uh, Shriekers Falcons with a 29-21 win over the imploding Carolina Panthers. I don't know what the hell happened to them. But they just look awful ever since like week four. And yeah, Atlanta gets the win here. Shrieker, what what did you see in this game? Yeah, I mean, Panthers are have been imploding. I think. They really just tried getting put, like, tr- the one thing that save, tried saving this franchise right now is, like, they thought, like, immediately bringing back Cam would, like, 
the fans would be back in this, the team would be back in this. But clearly, Cam's not the same Cam he was in 2015, taking that team to the Super Bowl. I think he's regressed heavily, and new regime, new schemes. They just fired Joe Brady, and I don't think that offense has improved at all. I think hot take here, but I feel like David Tepper is slowly becoming the Jerry Jones of the NFC South. I feel sure. like, and um, it's it's that that whole team like. They they drafted so many like defensive players early in the first round, and yet none of them have like been like a star per se. What do you like? What do you agree? I mean, they got Derek, Brian Burns is pretty close to a he's star. He's been he's been pretty close, but he still needs more people on that D line yeah, to actually make an sure. impact. They got Derek Brown, but he hasn't been that great recently. Yeah, I th- I just think they're at least offensively they're very reliant on McCaffrey. Yeah. like too too reliant. I think yeah, it looks like that because. They they the Falcons almost let them back into this game, but that early pick six kind of kept them afloat within reach, I guess, or out of reach because at the end it was they were down eight and they were, they need the touchdown and the two point conversion. Falcons, uh, some key points I would like to say is never count out Mike Davis and Cordero. I know, I think it's a good thing because uh I know Arthur Smith said like he's he's been heavily on uh those two uh, running backs because because he wants, like, this team pretty much established as, like, a run-heavy team because I think the past – he mentioned, like, in the press conference, the past the past three weeks they've had three straight 100-yard rushing games, and I think that's because Matt Ryan has regressed a lot. Kyle Pitts, he had five receptions for 60-plus yards, and that's a big positive. I think he could have had way more – if uh, as they, usual. Tar- they target him more, but, you know, just the same groans and aches as usual for a Falcons fan. Other than that, I mean, A.J. Terrell, what can you say? He's been he's been a stud this year. I think he's arguably a top-five cornerback this season, and he's only going to get better. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm excited to see. I mean, obviously, we still have a long way to go with this team, and we're, we're playing the 49ers this week. That's going to be a good game, hopefully, and – Whatever comes out of that game, I'm I'm excited because I I fully trust Arthur Smith now. I think he he really like has the team behind him, and he now has my whole faith. And I really think he's gonna do great things. As I'm chewing on an orange rope here. They're so good. They're really good. Creamsicle Twizzlers. If anyone has not had them, which I don't know why you would find them anywhere. I don't know how the hell we found it, but they are amazing. Not a sponsor, by the way. No, not a sponsor. Come on the show, Twizzlers. At Twizzlers. Tw- come, on, come on the show. We'll tag you in Instagram. Yeah, for the hell of a Why not? Yeah, and for... TikTok, too. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. At Twizzlers. We have one of the guys. Oh, good. Uh, are, they, are they new? No, never... he's, he's a... They've been there I've in had... Finance for a while. Yeah, I've had these a couple of years ago. They've always been in my I don't think the Panthers are very good. So, like, yeah, it's a good win for Atlanta, though. It's a has Gilmore made a big presence? Not really. Uh, I mean, if you let up 29 to the Falcons, you're not really doing anything well, so. Bang. Also, uh, Cam got benched this game, I think, for a little bit. But... Yeah, got, Cam, Cam Newton. benched going into the half and then and after the game. Did he really? Yeah. Cam Newton, in his last 11 started uh, on the Panthers, you know what his record is? 0-4. In his last 11 starts. Oh, I, I thought he meant this season. Oh, no. 11-0. 2-0. It's 0-11. Oh. Really? I got the O part right Wait, now. what was that? When he's come? His last 11 starts for Carolina. Oh. He's 0-11. That's a problem. 
Ever since you said I'm back, it all fell apart. Anyway, uh, the Broncos with a 38-10 to win over the Lions. This was expected. This was expected. It's a tribute to Demarius Thomas for them. I thought that they'd play really well. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams is may be the best one-two punch in the league in terms of running backs. They are both really good. Melvin Gordon, like, everyone's saying, like, Javante, like, is just such a, like, a much better player than Gordon, so he just needs to take over that RB1 role. I think he's probably better than Melvin Gordon, but let's not act like Melvin Gordon's trash. He has a lot of touchdowns this year. He's been playing really well for Denver, especially when they're a run-first team. He's kind of been a – he's been a really good piece to that offense when they need it. And, I mean, this team has seven wins, a lot more than I was expecting for them to get at this point. Their defense is really good. Justin Simmons had – one of the nicest interceptions I've seen this season. And, yeah, Denver's going to stay there till the end. They, I mean, uh, like, let me look at their schedule. While you're doing that, I want you to know about this game, one thing only. If the, How about them Lions? <laughs> sure. If the Lions didn't decline that um that delay of game called, it would have been, like, 70 to nothing on that on that first play. If, yeah. they, if they didn't decline that in honor of DT, they would have been destroyed. Okay. They, they did get destroyed, but it would have been way worse. So Denver's schedule isn't the – greatest i don't think that they're a playoff roster at all especially with their quarterback and mainly the majority of their offense but uh they got home against the Bengals this week that'll be a close game but do i really see denver having a better record than cincy at this point not really but not but not with the Bengals' resurgence of their i've been saying a resurgence is like whole fucking episode but you know not with the Bengals um coming back alive with their offense as they yeah. look early on this season uh on the road against the raiders the raiders suck but they should be it's a, it's a road game. It's a road division game. Oh, also, I forgot to mention with the Raiders, uh, this may be Derek Carr's last year in, in Oakland. I wouldn't be surprised. Not Oakland in Las Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it should personally. I don't think it should. There's not a lot better. There's no. There actually is nothing better out there than Derek Carr. I don't. Yeah, no. But like, if the, is Derek Carr free agent next year? I don't know. I don't. No, think I don't, think, so. I don't think so. Oh, the, I thought he was gonna be free agent. I don't think they're gonna trade him. No, there's no way. Uh, and then at LA and versus the Chiefs. Those last two games are going to run for the Yeah, win. they're probably not making the playoffs. I just think the other teams in the there are better. But yeah. We'll see. Um, the Chargers with a 37-21 to 21 win over the uh, – yeah. I was just thinking about the other time when I said 22. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> 22. That was great. Uh, the Chargers with a 37-21 to 21 win over the New York Giants with their depleted offense – I mean, this doesn't really show me a lot. I just – I love Justin Herbert. I, I I just love him. They had no Keenan Allen in this game. They still put up a whole lot of points. And Eckler was out for a little bit. I mean, Herbert can do a lot with a little. That's just the kind of guy he is. And the Giants suck. That one, like, pass before, right before the half to Jalen Guyton, that one touchdown pass was incredible. Very, very pretty. That was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Jeremiah called it the best pass he's ever seen. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. There's definitely been better. Yeah, but Herbert is a – Herbert's a baller. He's he's really good. I, I you probably think that Roethlisberger to a who was it? Who did he throw to in this? In this oh, game? San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, you probably think that's probably one of the best. That is ever. the greatest throw ever. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. Also, one thing to know about this game is that Saquon actually got a touchdown, a passing touchdown. So it's yeah. good to see him back in the end zone. Um. But that's about it. I have nothing else to positive to say about the Giants. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mike Glenn can't really do anything. So he but, didn't play awful. I mean, yeah. He is Mike Glennon. <laughs> He is. I mean, as much as I love Mike Glennon, he he's not a starting QB. I would say the although like to counter that, they the Chargers were lacking some key playmakers on that defense. Yeah, like Asante Samuel Jr. and Derby he was out. James. Yeah, yeah he's been oh, out for a while. Really? Yeah. And, uh, Clearly, I'm not paying attention. And on offense, they missed their number one target. Yeah, you know, I mean, so. yeah, they didn't really need to. He also 
he they also made be without Eckler and uh, Keenan for, uh, for Thursday too. Yeah. No, I think Keenan's coming back. Oh, but still, yeah, we'll they, see. They could be without Eckler. For yeah, not Chiefs. Like, not good for the Chargers. They got a lot of injuries going into this yep. game, so they're gonna and, need all the help they can against the Chiefs. And it's a playoff push too because they're yeah. I think it's going to be a good divisional game. I think with with these games for the Giants, Daniel Jones is kind of saving his job because their offenses just look terrible. And Mike Lennon has isn't like the worst, but like their offense is clearly better when he's there because he can actually. Ooh, Daniel Jones? No, can I see the phone? He can actually target Sterling Shepard. Like in those first five or six weeks, Sterling Shepard was getting like 10, 11 targets a game and he was being really good. And he's probably their best receiver, if I'm being honest. No, I agree with that. Well, either him or Kadarius Tony because Kenny Galladay. He's a good receiver, but he does not fit in that system at all. But So for that system and for a young quarterback like uh, Daniel Jones, Shepard or Tony should be the guy that would be targeted. I mean, Tony's been injured this whole season. But He's also on the COVID list now, so they probably won't see him for a game. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think that like Daniel Jones is – with not being there, he's doing – he's kind of saving his job a little bit. Yeah, he didn't really need to do much. Yeah, yeah. it's offense kind of did everything for him. <laughs> All right, so now we had one of the best uh, games of the week, definitely. Uh, all right, so now we have one of the best games of the week with the Niners with a 26-23 to victory over the Bengals in overtime. The Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection, I think it's pretty safe to say that they are back. Jamar Chase had two touchdowns in this game. Both came in very clutch moments. Should have been more, but I mean. I, yeah, I was just going to say he had two touchdowns that were called back, and they were by like inches too. Right, so I, I don't I don't. I can't really blame him. He yeah. Coming clutch when they needed him to. Yeah, five, Burrow and Jamar came clutch when they needed him to. So. I want to see how many targets. Yeah. Dude, every time Burrow threw the ball deep, I knew it was going to Jamar. And yep. I I figured he was going to catch it, and he did. Especially in that fourth quarter. Like that lap, the second touchdown he had, that was incredible. Especially for me, because I have him on my fantasy team. Yes, you do. So, I mean, that, no, that, second, that second touchdown was pretty good, though. Like on the sideline, like over his shoulder, that was kind of nice. Yeah, Jamar had eight targets. Five catches, 77 yards, and two scores. T. Higgins was also really involved in this game. Tyler Boyd caught a really nice pass on the sideline. This was not the biggest game for Joe Mixon. That's because the Niners have a pretty good run defense. Um, I don't really – this loss uh, This loss for the Bengals doesn't discourage me at all. Uh, the Niners are just a good team. George Kittle is an absolute monster. Yeah, there's no stopping I mean, like we were talking about before, I want to pull up his stats in the last two games because they are ridiculously insane. Also, Garoppolo threw for 296 yards and Burrow threw for 348. So four more yards and both QBs would have thrown for over 300 yards. So Which that would have been incredible. I definitely wouldn't have thought that this is the game that that would happen. Exactly. Uh, I mean, well, I think that for the Bengals all the time, but not for mine. Yeah. Well, Kittle, Debo's a running back. Thing. Kittle over the last two games, 27 targets. Over that's, the last two games? Yeah, that's Holy a lot. Crap. 22 catches. Over the last two games, three hundred thirty-two yards and three touch and three touchdowns. Over two games. That's. that's like I mean, I know it's only a two-game yeah. sample size, but that's probably the best two-game sample sizes of a tight end that there will ever be. I think we also have twenty-seven to talk about targets, twenty-two catches. Yeah, I, I think we also have to talk about Debo. I think they are utilizing him a lot creatively in this run. Yeah, I don't. Game. I don't understand why, Elijah but Mitchell, it's working. It looks so. like Elijah Mitchell is just like the go-to guy. That this, as a he was out, right? Yeah. yeah, but like Jeff Wilson's whenever, not the answer. He's yeah. so bad. So <laughs> he's so bad. And Elijah and uh, Debo's been efficient too. He's had a touchdown every yeah, time. Yeah, every time that he plays, he has yeah. a rushing touchdown. Yeah, so. so stupid. Knock on wood. But yeah, knock on wood. I like 
I like both of these teams a lot. I think that the Niners, I don't think that they're a team that can win a playoff game or anything just because the NFC is just too stacked. But they can definitely give a team a run for their money. And they, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of keeping his job. The drafting of Trey Lance will never make sense to me. It just never will. Yeah. I mean, they could have even drafted Micah Parsons. Uh, they Imagine Micah and Fred Warner on the same, yeah. and Nick Bose on the same defense. Yeah. So each, then, then we're talking. Yeah. Potentially. But no, they wanted to keep it. Well, like, if, I don't know. If it's the Niners against, like, the Cowboys in the first round, potentially. If it's, like, the Niners against the Cowboys in the first round, potentially, how confident are you in Dallas? I'm not, like, totally confident in them. Not yet. I haven't seen much to be confident in them in the playoffs. It's so we'll see. I think the Niners are a team that can hang. And I also think the Bengals are too. So like, I, I don't really like, this is a great game. I didn't want either of these teams to lose. Rob has uh, given some faith in the offense. Yeah, he is. Against the Cowboys though, that could be a close match. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I can a, see the I feel like this was like Garoppolo's like true test because this was going to be a shootout no matter what. And, and on the road. No, this was at home. No, it was in. Oh, was it? Was just, yeah. I don't know why it was at 4 oh, o'clock, okay. but it was. Yeah. yeah um, it was. Yeah. So we had Tampa with a 33-27 to win in overtime against the Buffalo Bills. This game was wild. Josh Allen won one of the better games of the season, and they still ended up losing. I don't know what are we? How are we feeling about Buffalo? Because they looked really good in this game. They obviously ended up losing, and now they're seven and six. Josh Allen's kind of hobbled up too. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen in Buffalo. They could very well not make the playoffs. I can definitely see Pittsburgh sneaking up in there. All I'm saying is, when they were down twenty-four to three at the half, I counted Buffalo as a top ten team. Oh, so did I. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to leave them. I might. Leave, I might keep what in the top ten. Yeah. I may. I mean, this kind of convinced me a little bit because they came. This back is the hardest years. year to do power rankings ever. Yeah. Because yeah. it always changes, and no one and drastically too. Like, yeah, the only team I'm confident in is Tampa Bay. When I said before, Never like the Packers, I'm confident. I'm confident in the Packers too. I just feel like when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to choke yeah. as they always do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I it kind of just feels a the... Yeah, Packers. Yeah, Bucks are probably the best team in the NFC in, in, in all football. I think so too. I mean, Godwin's just a reception monster. Yeah, Godwin is yeah. A... and Gronk is back. Gronk is yeah. back. They don't even need Antonio Brown. Which I never felt like they really did. He was just always a nice plus. They have Rashad Perriman as a deep threat now. Who he yeah. just, he got the game winning touchdown, so uh, he fit in perfectly. The MVP, uh, I think, is going to end up being Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, this game both QBs passed over three hundred yards, which was also yeah. kind of expected. But yeah, Tom Brady's MVP, I would not. I wouldn't be upset with it, and I would also be expected. He's going to get 5,000 yards. Do you think yeah, he's Aaron a, he's could ridiculous. make his case again? Or? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, sure. But yeah. I just think Brady's ridiculous. Brady yeah. Brady has four games left. He has 4,100 passing yards. Yeah, he's going to break 5,000. 36 touchdowns and 10 picks. He could break. He could get 50 touchdowns. Or 50 he could. 14, four weeks. I don't know about that. but It's like a little – yeah, I feel like three every game plus like two, two extra. So. And, I mean, they're winning their division. They're not really fighting for a whole lot except for, like, home field advantage, really. So, I mean, they're obviously going to, you know, he's going to end up with 5,000 yards, probably around 45 touchdowns-ish. I mean, that's an MVP season. The, the Packers are now the number one seed. Yeah, the Packers are the one seed. So that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen looked really good in this game. They don't have a running game at all. And once they started, once they started using Singletary and Breida, that's when they kind of started to come back in this game. Which I know that I just said they don't have a running game and it's like not helping them, but Josh Allen also ran the ball twelve times, so that was helping too. Yeah, didn't they? They didn't run the ball. <sighs> they didn't run the ball with the running back until the second half. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible. Hey, yeah, it's ridiculous. Whatever. Um, hey, Brady also has three hundred eighteen yards per game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna be the MVP, which I'm kind of for that. I kind of like. That. I love that, it. That just that just bolsters his. Good I love status. I love Brady. I just I can't. I don't know. Is he the best athlete of all time? Like in general? I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. I feel like he's definitely like top five all time. Like, yeah, I don't know for sure. Like ever, and he's he's so fucking good. Yep. Uh, anything else about this game that anyone wants to talk about? Not really. Leonard Fournette is a monster. Yeah. How the Jags cut him for no reason and just let him go to Tampa Bay makes no sense to me. Was it contract issues? I th- he was a he was still on his I mean, rookie he, deal. He just wanted out. Um, I mean, I would have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not his fault. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. If, let me see Buffalo's schedule. I'm. I remember it being easy. I'll beat you to it. No, but you can say it. It's okay. They play the Panthers this week. That should be a win. Whether Allen plays or not, if Allen doesn't play, I still think Trubisky can do enough Trubisky to beat them. If he can bring the Bears to the playoffs and the yeah. Matt Nagy, he can beat the fucking Panthers. At New England, that's good. Uh, they're not winning that. I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so either. And then the Falcons and the Jets. Those should be should be easy wins. So they should end ten and seven, yeah, which should be enough to get one of those spots. I think so. So we'll see. Well, we got to see what Pitts. I think. So it's the Chargers, Bengals, and Bills right now that are in the wild card spots. If it stayed like that, I would not complain. Oh, I wouldn't either. But I think the only other like the Broncos, the Colts, and the Steelers, yeah, yeah they all have- are like the other teams that are like kind of in that like area. Yeah. I don't think Denver will do it. So it's either going to be Pittsburgh or Indy, and I I can see Indy doing it. I could too. So Indy could take Buffalo's spot. They have the advantage over them. Yeah. I'm gonna so, see any schedule actually. Uh, I think it's kind of hard. They play the Browns this week. Oh yeah, the Browns no, too. Pats this week. Yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. The Browns are a team that can make the playoffs too. So, Ooh, right, so it's a cl- it's a clusterfuck in the AFC. I'm gonna see it really I, The last four games, I think they're going two and two. They got Patriots, and then they're at Cardinals. So I think mm-hmm. those are the two losses. And then they play Raiders, and then they're um, then they play Jaguars. I think. So, well, they play at Jaguar, at Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So they have a home game against the Raiders, and they play at Jacksonville. I think those are two e- very easy win- winnable games. So I think they're going to finish off 2-2 two and two to end the season, and they're going to finish 9-8. Uh, and eight. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. There's a lot that can go on in the oh, AFC. Oh, they, if they lose to the Patriots, then they're going to be 9-9. and nine. They're going to be, wait, that's fucking possible. Yeah, 9-8. 9-8, eight. Nine eight, yeah. We'll see. Uh, the Packers with a 45-30 to 30 win over the Bears on Sunday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers... Keeps his word and still owes, owns the Bears. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. Yeah. I'm sorry to any Cooper Cup fans. I'm sorry to Justin Jefferson fans, so like me and James. But No, I can admit he's the best. Adams is the best. Yeah. It's by just far. Not by far, but he's, he is. Uh, yeah. It could be by far, but he's so good. So um, the Bears put up 30 points because of special teams. The Bears' offense is not that good. Fields didn't look all that great. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's been like up and down really. Yeah, it's gonna take like I'm not seeing. I feel like he's gonna be a quarterback where like you need like a complete roster around him mm. for him to have like a better coach. I'm also doing the same thing with him yeah. with Lawrence. Like I'm giving him I'm giving him a season. Yeah, because like they have a terrible coach. Also. I, I still think Fields is gonna be a good QB. It's just it's he has the weapons. He just doesn't have. The <gasps> he's, well, he's gonna lose. A-Rob. He, has, he has the running back. That's about it. Yeah. He's A-Rob, A-Rob. No, he's definitely gonna lose A-Rob in the offseason. He's yeah. not coming back. And then he's left yeah. with. Uh, Jakeem Grant and Darnell Mooney, like, That's and uh, Cole Komet. It's not great. And Jimmy Graham. And Jimmy Graham. I really hope Dotson doesn't go there. I'd be really mad. Uh, I would too, because then it'd be 
fields to. That's not even why. Oh, they don't even have a first rounder. So but his career. Also yeah, but wasted. they can get him in the second round. They're gonna have a very high second round pick. His so. career is yeah. probably wasted in Chicago. Exactly. That's why I don't want to be yeah. there. Uh, and then Green Bay looks like one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. At they, the top, with the, up there with the Bucks. I think they are. I think they're two. It's gonna be gonna be Bucks, Packers, and who else is up there? I don't know. Patriots. Oh. I'd probably still put the Cardinals in the top three. I would too. Um, I just said I'm again. Um, um, and I did it again. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals did it again. Did it again. Aaron Jones finally getting a little more involved. I don't understand the split between him and Dylan. I get that they're both good, but. I don't know. I mean, I guess I do understand it, but it's just annoying. Dylan just looks like a good back. Like, yeah, he, looks, like he, he is. can't just not use him, I think. That's the problem. Yeah. He's too good to not use. So to wrap it up, on Monday night, we got the Rams with a 30-23 a thirty to 23 victory against the Arizona Cardinals on the road. The Rams looked finally back. Their first – well, they had a really good game against Jacksonville. I don't know. Maybe it was just a really rough stretch for the Rams that they went on in the middle of the season against – when they had to play the Niners, the Packers, and who else did they lose? Oh, the Titans. Yeah. I mean, those are three good teams. I I think that's fair to say. And yeah, the Rams look back. This was the Cardinals team is very good. Kyler Murray's back. I don't understand the lack of attention that DeAndre Hopkins gets for the offense. I mean, AJ Green was going off. Zach Ertz had a pretty good game. James Conner is one of the best running backs in football right now, which is the weirdest sentence I think I probably have said all season, but. Yeah, the Rams with a lot of guys out that had to, you know, that were out because of COVID, they ended up winning this game on the road. So this was a, this was like a, I'm not going to say an MVP type performance from Stafford, but this is a statement win for Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Yeah. I'm going to pull a wee hoop in here and say I called it, meaning that I think that the game against the Jags is kind of like their, their game. They settle back in and get everything straight, get their heads straight. Yeah. I know it's too early to tell because it's only one game after, but they beat like probably the, one of the top three best teams in football. So. I've just like yeah. The only reason why I'm not putting the Rams like I think the Rams have the roster to do it, obviously, but they, ha- the like we haven't seen a team like the Bucks or the Packers or the Cardinals go on a really rough stretch of games like we have seen with the Rams. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're, I don't I, know what happened. I think Diop's got to step it up. I know there was a crucial play where he dropped the ball. Yeah, on fourth down. On yeah. fourth down, and that, that really lost him the game. That really basically. did. So he's got to step up. I think. Tyler's gotta play a little weight a little better than how he did. I think this get this win this loss isn't really on him per se, but who on Kyler? Yeah, yeah, no. I think you're you're probably gonna play them eventually in the playoffs or someone even better than the Rams. So they, he just has to step up and he has to go to at least near that MVP level that he was near that in the beginning of the season. I I put the blame on the Cardinals O line because they were a lot of holding oh, yeah, they were, back for crucial. Play. They were also really bad. Yeah, Aaron Donald got through every time. A lot of different. Yeah. Like a delay of games too. Yeah, they they were awful. You want to hear something insane? Guess how many receivers? Guess how many people caught passes for the Rams? Usually, no, uh, five. It's four. Oh, uh, the other one was at tight end. Yeah, so he OBJ had two. Or yeah. If you look at box scores, there's usually at least like seven different players or eight different players catch passes. So they kept the same. <laughs> they had four. Yeah, and like no running backs got any catches. Uh. Sadly, Ben Skaronic didn't have Wait, any catches. Did they even use? Uh, uh, no, Sonny Michelle. I, forgot. I was like, where did Daryl Henderson go? But he was not. He was, yeah, he was out. I was like, uh, there wasn't much. I mean, there was Sonny Michelle action, but not. Sonny right. Michelle had twenty carries. Was there any key? Yet he wasn't the best running back on the field. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, ridiculous. What were you saying? I mean, they they didn't have Chase Edmonds on the offense, and they don't have. Chase I mean, they haven't had they, they haven't had Edmonds for a while. I guess like Connor is really good. They need JJ Watt on that defense, but I would agree. They still have Chandler Jones. I don't know if he's coming back. 
He's for out what? for the year. For what? Playoffs, I think. Like officially? I think so. I think he is. Like, I mean, if that's if it's not official and he comes back, that's gonna be huge. That was like torn yeah. labor or something. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Cooper Cup is really. Yeah, good. that that's exactly what it was. Cooper yeah. Cup is. I don't know why he's having a season this good, but <laughs> he is just ridiculous. Thirteen for one twenty-three and a touchdown. I think he had fifteen or sixteen targets. This guy's just always open. Like I, I don't understand it. He's. This the Stafford Cup connection can beat anyone in the playoffs. Anyone. I think, yeah, it has the potential to. I mean, Cooper Cup can I, burn any safe or any cornerback. I wish they had Woods. I do too. I really wish they had Robert Woods. Hey, but they have and Odell, Odell, he looked great. He yeah, he actually played really well. He played very well. All the receivers on this team caught a touchdown. It was just it was a really it was really fun to watch for the Rams. Yeah. And the Cardinals should not have won this game. Like they they looked really good in like the first couple drives. After that, they kind of just staled out. The Rams' defense played really well. Darius Williams played really well on DeAndre Hopkins, which yeah. he was a really good corner last year outside of Ramsey. Hasn't played as well this year, but he still has played well. There's still probably one missing piece on that Rams' defense, but obviously when they get Ramsey back, they're going to look even better than they did today. Yeah, yeah, Williams definitely stepped up in place of Ramsey. I, he's nice. He's a nice cornerback, too. He's probably one of the best cornerback, too. He, yep. yeah. he just proved that he can guard one of the best wide receivers in the league, so... I just hate how he wears number 11. It just yeah, looks absolutely. really dumb. And it's whatever he wants. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey wears five. I may put the Rams three. Uh, it's, it's, it's between. I'm definitely teams. putting – I mean, you guys can check out our power rankings tomorrow on our website. We should have them updated for you guys. tomorrow. By tomorrow night or Wednesday morning because we got finals to deal with. We're all still college kids, so we got stuff to do. But, uh, yeah, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, the week 14 recap. Again, we only got four weeks left. It's crazy that the playoffs are almost here, but I'm very excited to cover the playoffs. It's going to be really fun because this year is the most unpredictable season maybe ever. So we'll see what, what happens. I am obviously excited, like I just said. And you can look out for us on Instagram, at Route Runners Podcast, and on TikTok, same thing, at Route Runners Podcast. We wanted to thank everyone for listening. We're going to give you guys a show on Wednesday night or record on Wednesday night, give it out to you guys on Thursday morning. Really hope that you guys enjoy that and thank you guys for listening and thank you for everything.